0: Kevin Sorbo's such a fucking asshole. <laughs> Where did that come from? I I subscribed to God Awful Movies podcast, even though I never listened to it, on uh, on Facebook. And I guess Kevin For- Sorbo started his own movie studio called the Sorbo Family Studio. And it's fight to help keep America's faith and family values alive and accessibility in today's current entertainment landscape. Yeah. And I feel like this was all because Kevin Sorbo had no money. And decided to star in a Christian film, you know, right. the, the God is not dead, and it blew up, and he was like, well, found my thing. Yeah. Because I don't remember this guy ever talking about religion prior to this. Hey. ching huh. how, how could you do this to me, Hercules? Hm. At you least...
1: stand up for your medical freedom? Hm.
0: Yeah, he was a different <laughs> motherfucker Was Hercules. <laughs> how he was you...
2: Hercules, I will never understand, but...
0: It was the 90s, man. Yeah. <laughs> he was tall. <laughs> Yeah, he had a dad bod. It's fine.
2: <laughs> Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Profane Argument Podcast, aka the Soaring Eagles of Freedom. For Tuesday, June 8th, 2021. My name is Ray, and along with me are... I'm Karen.
0: This is Ian. <laughs> you trying to throw people off?
2: <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'm Jared. Or this is Jared. But take a choice.
2: On this podcast, we talk about news, politics, and religious nonsense and give our opinions from a secular point of view. If you would like to join in on the conversation, you can sign up on our Patreon page, which will allow you to chat directly with us as we record on Discord Tuesday nights right around 9 p.m. Eastern time. Uh, If you can't do that, you can still post to our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArc. Uh, As mentioned, Ian is out this week. Uh, He is visiting family off in the uh, reduced pandemic era. So Wait, uh, good for it wasn't
0: fired from the show? <laughs> shit.
2: <laughs> Not yet. Uh also I wanted to mention uh we will be out on the week of the 29th, ninth the end of this month. Um we have uh we are going to be visiting family as well, so we are going to uh preemptively call the show for that week. Um just a heads up. Uh this week. Uh, we will be talking about more fallacies and equivocations. Or bu- bullshit, I guess, since we're oh, okay. a profane <laughs> argument.
0: It's... Don't use these big words. <laughs> <laughs>
2: First, in the news, this hit my religious news feed. Theologian Richard Rubenstein dies at the age of 97. Um, he, he wrote a book called After Auschwitz. And was famous for a quote that I think is, uh, well, very relevant to him. He asks, how can Jews believe in an omnipotent, beneficent God after Auschwitz? Traditional Jewish theology maintains that God is the ultimate omnipotent actor in historical drama. It has interpreted every major catastrophe in Jewish history as being God's punishment of a sinful Israel. I fail to see how this position can be maintained without regarding Hitler and the SS as instruments of God's will. To see any purpose in the death camps the traditional believers forced to regard the most demonic, anti-human explosion in all history as a meaningful expression of God's purpose. This idea is simply too obscene for me to accept. Yeah, that really <laughs> encapsulates a lot of uh, <laughs> a yeah, lot of
0: the atheist point of view. That is rough. I never even thought of that.
2: Well, I mean, that's a story all throughout uh, all throughout the the biblical history is. You know, the Jews are being persecuted and it's because of something that somebody did. One of the the ways that the, the people are acting in general, one of the leaders telling people to do stuff and that it's a punishment. Well, okay, so you're going to say that the Holocaust is a, a punishment toward the Jewish people. That means it's God's will. Mm.
0: Well, I'm just merely talking about like a Jew in Auschwitz <laughs> at the time. Being like, yep, I still got faith in God, even though I haven't eaten in 30 days. And, you know, and I got right. that gas chamber looming over my head. It's like um I finally broke down and started watching American Gods. You guys, mm. which pushed it on me. <laughs> I don't know who we um, pushed it, but okay. Well, you, you, you're saying it's phrases. You're saying it's phrases. Right. And um I'm watching the part where, the, and I don't know the character's name, but he's the the Muslim character. Right, mm-hmm. And he's still praying to Allah, and he's going on and on about how is great. And the other guy's like, you just sat in a car with fucking Odin, <laughs> right? And you're still clinging on to this shit. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, that would probably be me. I would probably be the one guy in Ashton that's like, this is fucking bullshit, man. I had a nice <laughs> shot. I didn't do anything wrong. Why am I being punished? <laughs> right. I think that was a
2: lot of them. <laughs> nice. What's that? None of them did anything wrong. I think that was a lot of well, them. Well, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. <laughs>
2: And related, since you know, since we brought up Nazi Germany, I'm going to cut over to a uh, news article from Arizona. Arizona is expanding <laughs> their uh, death sentence. Um, they are taking steps to use uh, their gas chamber again, and it is the same hydrogen cyanide that was used in Auschwitz. Uh, Wait, Ze- equating Zyklon B is uh, uh, what it's known as as well. Wow. It's not a good look for Arizona.
0: Yeah. Who? (laughs) Man, these people are just bloodthirsty and vicious. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So apparently... Go ahead.
0: ahead.
2: (laughs) I'm just going to say that apparently they purchased, the state purchased a brick of potassium cyanide, sodium hydroxide pellets, and sulfuric acid, which are the key components to uh, creating the gas. And they have... Taken steps to make sure that the gas chamber is operational. Is With it like.
0: A... Is it cheaper? Or well, is it just. Is it more blood? Like, what is the reason for it?
2: The cruelty is the point. <laughs> they say that it's because the last lethal injection didn't go very well and there was a. Blockade. Like there was a, a court order to stop lethal injection because of uh, because it took longer than it should have and it was not uh, as humane as it should have been. So they're going with this, which we know is awful and painful and exaggerated way of killing somebody.
0: As so, is noted in
2: the article,
1: it has produced some of the most botched and disturbing executions in the United States.
2: Right.
0: I feel like there's such easier and quicker ways to kill people, and I'm talking, like, all through history, and we always seem to have these convoluted fucking methods of executing people.
1: Well, the the point of that is to is to separate an execution, executioner from the executioned. I mean, it's, nobody's hand is doing it.
0: Yeah, but even with it, the gas chamber or the electric chair, somebody's pulling a switch. Right.
1: Yeah, but you can do that from another room, and there's that isolation. It, it's not like, you know, pulling a trigger and aiming it at somebody's head.
2: And it seems that there is also a desire to do to have a killing be bloodless, like a beheading I mean, like a guillotine or a right. uh, f- firing squad. there's always blood, and that's always seen as well, I mean it's a visual thing, so
0: it's always yeah. seen as cruel Well, you don't have to go to a fucking execution <laughs>
1: like <laughs> well it's it's a you know a little bit of American theater, it's what we do
0: oh, man you have, yeah, you have I... to
1: make it you have to make it look like it's um painless regardless of whether it is or not
0: because i'm a sicko, i constantly think about this about how i'd want to go and it's always firing squad or a guillotine i hmm. something about injection and the uh the gas chamber just freaks me out
1: well any means of being put to death should freak you out honestly
0: <laughs> well yeah but these these ones that seem to take a little bit longer <laughs> the slower ones yeah. really bother me
1: the ones that you could hold you could hold your breath for a little while to stave it off yeah <laughs> yeah that's <laughs>
0: And you're just like a, you're just like in this cage, and people are watching you through glass, and ugh, yeah, just blindfold me and shoot me in the head.
1: Barbarics, <laughs> right. barbarians. That's all it is. <laughs>
0: yeah, and again, I always go back to once you found out you fucked up on one murder trial, <laughs> you have to question all of them.
2: Right. Right. Absolutely.
1: I forget what the percentage of people it is that um, we execute in this country that turn out to be innocent. It's an alarmingly high percentage.
2: I think yeah. I, I would even think that a lot of them, we wouldn't even ever know. Like, there's no, sure. there's not going to be a continued investigation, right?
0: Yeah. I mean, I understand that housing prisoners is an expensive thing, and I guess that's why people want to kill prisoners, but.
2: But
1: it's actually cheaper to keep them um, in prison for life than it is um, to go through the expense of killing
2: them. Really? Well, I always question that. Is that because of the lengthy appeals process and and everything like that? Because it seems like you would have to continually clothe and feed this individual for, you know, decades. That would seem more expensive than the actual act. I
1: mean, it it might be a, you know, an urban legend, but that that is what I've heard on the grapevine. No, if you
2: include the cost of, you know, court appeals because they get more appeals, they get more chances... Um, to to fight against a a death penalty, um, mm. th- then I absolutely see it because lawyers are expensive,
1: and there aren't that many lawyers that can take on that
2: kind of case. So mm, very true, or want come to. by? Sure. All right, I'm going to move on to some politics. So two churches had filed in Colorado. Uh, their pastors had challenged the COVID nineteen restrictions. They had said that uh, the restrictions treated them less favorably than secular organizations. And that made it to the Supreme Court, and Gorsuch wrote a thing that said, no, it's denied. They are not going (laughs) to be, like, the Supreme Court isn't going to be reviewing it. Gorsuch uh, made had jurisdiction over it and said uh, the church's petitions to the Supreme Court were dismissed.
0: Curious
2: what the reasoning behind that was, because it seems like, you know... I mean, Gorsuch is definitely more for companies than religious stuff in his rulings in the
0: past. Yeah, he's not the religious one, right? <laughs> hmm. He's, the, he's money the pro-business
2: one. one. Yeah, he's yeah. the money guy. <laughs> but I thought that was interesting and and relevant to the show.
0: So, and again, because because I'm a dummy and I don't know how things work, just there's like certain cases that just fall into one judge's lap, or there well, co- are
1: all cases that go to the Supreme Court are um, go to uh, they take turns. It goes to one person, and then they decide whether the um, the court is going to take it up or not. I think they actually work together, but this is somebody's name is assigned to it, and it's Gorsuch this time.
0: What a f- fucking stupid system. It's yeah. kind of weird. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I get that there's probably a lot coming at them, and they all can't get for but uh, there's got to be something that's like, damn, when it falls into Kavanaugh or Comey Barrett, you know, mm. I imagine the two of them would have taken that up, and then they all have to do it no matter what.
1: I don't know. Like I said, I think they work together. I think they ultimately, I think they all decided together they were not going to take these cases. Oh,
0: it's okay. just Neil
2: Gorsuch's name is on it because it's oh, his, okay, his okay. turn answering gotcha. letters. I <laughs> got gotcha.
0: you. Okay. My turn to sign.
2: <laughs> yeah. Uh, another thing that, uh, I, and again, I try and bring something up about Biden every week. There's, I guess, a couple of things worked in here, but the one thing I brought up, biden's administration uh they did suspend trump oil leases in the arctic refuge so that's that's definitely a good thing that was going to impact a huge swath of land in alaska and yeah just a good thing that they're they're not allowing oil to be drilled in that area
1: yeah i don't i mean this is a, a continuing story the the republicans are really up on you know Shutting down all the wildlife in the world. I was watching a thing about Brazil. I, if you didn't know, Brazil, um, in the, in the, under the cover of COVID, has been basically knocking down the entire jungle down there because people are distracted.
0: Yeah, if there's an evil option, Karen, I think they're, they always take it. Yeah, I mean,
1: <laughs> I mean, I mean and Bolsonaro said, you know, there's there's uh, oil and there's gold and stuff in there that's valuable. I mean, you're willing to, you know, do away with something wild and pristine, and necessary for the survival of humanity, for some gold and some oil. That's What what does that say about you?
0: (laughs) I don't care about the future, because I'm not going to be here.
1: Yeah, super selfish.
0: Yeah, fuck them. As long as me
2: and maybe my kids, if I'm thinking about my family, uh, have enough money to uh, rule, then yeah, it doesn't matter.
0: Yeah, they'll have enough money to buy extra air conditioners.
2: (laughs) The one thing that uh, I, I would... Oh, go ahead, sorry. Well, I could get
1: one of those air cleaners for the house. Should be fine. Yeah, should not be a problem. Right. Yeah.
2: Uh, the one thing I would say about the Biden administration that I really wish they would focus on uh, that they haven't at all is all the crap that Trump gave our allies uh, the steel tariffs the uh, well just uh, how about just all the tariffs in general how about you go and look at the the shit that trump put in on all the stuff coming into america and just remove that because we're still screwing over a lot of our allies because we're just not undoing the the crap that trump did
1: right and some of it's taken a while to trickle down was it you jared that was saying about um new home prices are skyrocketing because lumber is so freaking expensive at the moment
0: yes People are still building. I don't know when we can't figure that part out, but lumber is at an outrageous price right now.
1: Right. And that's probably because of the uh, tariffs on Canada. I'm sure most of our lumber comes from Canada. No, it turns out,
0: at least the way it was explained to me, actually, that's not it. It had something to do with Trump. You were only allowed to cut down a certain percentage at a time, and he upped that percentage Hmm. um, to like 70%. So everybody cut the lumber down, and then it created like a little bit of a shortage. Hmm. Sort of it's it was explain it was a very long explanation and I was just like gotcha.
1: <laughs> well, we
2: can use metal
1: studs in houses,
2: but you know, it
1: would better? <laughs>
0: well, but can you?
2: Steel has also been uh, added tariff, So true. Cinder It is.
0: I'm I'm hoping that like it's a thing that they're going to get to. I'm sure there's a lot on the menu, right? You know, like introducing new stuff and fixing the old stuff. But I feel like the way the Trump did it, it's just a, like a simple. Here's a memo, you know.
2: <laughs> yeah, and I remember I don't I don't remember the the exact details, but I do know that when Trump did these things, the one thing he said was well, we didn't do it just for financial reasons, we also did <laughs> it for security reasons. And this was tariffs on things that our allies import. So our allies were like security, what security? Like it was it was yeah. kind of a slam. So I would think you would want to undo these things. Again, this I just bring up because of the all right, we mentioned the the wildlife refuge and the Arctic. good job. Now, you know, what about some of these other things that seem like low-hanging fruit? Can we can we get some movement there?
0: Hmm. Well, he is going on the apology tour. So <laughs> so did you see Hopefully Trump not. finally uh <laughs> Sp- no, it's not really an apology tour, but yeah. Trump had that little speech this weekend, over the weekend. Did you right. catch any of that? Where he was asking. Oh, the no? backwards
2: pants? Yeah.
0: Yeah. Which, by the way, he's not wearing backwards pants.
2: <laughs> right. <laughs> I think he was just wearing a diaper. Like That's why. Yes. Or,
0: or a girdle. She right. suggested a girdle, but Snopes yeah. came out and was like, nope, he's not wearing backwards pants. But uh, the part where he was saying that we need to demand reparations from China?
1: Yeah. Whew. The only part of the speech where you got a standing ovation.
0: Everybody, okay. The
2: rest of the time, people look bored. You know?
0: Yeah. I mean, they were clapping for all the dumb shit, but that one got a standing mm. ovation.
2: Yeah. I did actually have an article on this. Um. It, well, not an article. is a thing that was posted on Twitter. Uh, Brian Stelter posted on Twitter. It, and he has a little video bit. If you follow the Twitter feed, you can see um, he talks about the fact that Trump actually did bring up vaccines because he was he was touting it. He was like, yeah, we did that. I I did that for you. Not Forget the we. Mm. He never says we. Mm-hmm. I did yeah. that. I got the vaccine started. I got the vaccines out. They can't take that away from us. Like he kept talking. He was upping the whole vaccine thing for a little bit. Fucking crickets. Not I mean, there was nothing. He didn't get any cheers whatsoever, and he even tried to do a, you know, good people like you people in North Carolina, blah blah blah, and he he got like a little smattering of applause. But it was talking about the vaccines, nothing. Hmm. Jeez.
1: Well, he already poisoned the water, so. Yeah, I, I mean, guess, but I, he let he let the crazies, you know, drive that that storyline, and and you know, QAnon. So he he let he lost that argument. I'm glad he's trying to bring it back, but no, that that, that ship has sailed.
0: It is a weird thing because he just wants credit for everything. So yeah. in the same breath, he shits all over Anthony Fauci, right, right, and then goes, yeah, but I'm the one who did the vaccines. You know, the thing Fauci Fauci agree- <laughs> agrees with, yeah,
2: yeah. So I think the what about her emails finally has gone out of the lexicon, the GOP lexicon. But now we have what about his emails in,
1: in oh, reference right, to Fauci's Fauci.
2: emails,
0: yeah.
1: I haven't heard anything that was even mildly inappropriate.
0: <laughs> I keep hearing from the crazies that he lied about something, but I, for the life of me, I can't figure out what it is.
1: Well, they keep bringing up that he, you know, he he changed the story and he he lied about masks in the beginning, and he's repeatedly said we didn't have enough, we didn't have enough information, and we knew that we needed to keep the masks that were available um, for um, at risk healthcare workers so that we could actually care for the people that were going to be sick. He said all of this and all of it makes sense, but it doesn't matter because logic is irrelevant.
0: Yeah. I've said to multiple people when they bring, I go, do you think they knew everything about this virus the day it was discovered? Like it just lands in their lap and they know every fucking thing. And then why lie about it? Right. You know, they're just like, look, wear a mask. Remember, remember don't touch your eyes and uh, your mouth. That didn't last very long.
1: It's also was, a good idea, but it you know. is.
0: Yeah, right. And they're just covering all bases. They're like, "Look, just don't do anything till we figure this out." That's what they should have said. Right. Look, we don't Be know. T- yeah, we don't know too much. So, don't touch anything. Don't lick anything. Right till we tell you, you can touch and lick everything.
2: <laughs> Until you get the uh, basketball don't. player, you know, licking his hands and touching all the mics.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Who then test positive?
0: Is it uh, now? I'm starting to remember. Is the thing that they keep saying that Fauci lied about was something about the lab? Because there was something in an email where he's like, I don't know, could have come from a lab. We don't, we don't really know yet, or something. And now everyone's uh, like, See, it might have come from a lab. He lied to us.
1: <laughs> <sighs> he he didn't. He said he didn't know. That's not I a lie. I
0: don't know. I don't know. I mean, again, yeah. I, once I saw it, I said, Okay, Fauci's. Here. I said, Let's. I'm looking around. I go, What did he lie about? Couldn't find mm-hmm. anything. Granted, I go to real news sources, so who knows what's on the fucking – the intellectual dark web. Yeah.
2: (laughs) Intellectual dark web. Or
0: OAN, for that matter, you know. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh, One thing that Trump did bring up in his uh, – that he did get applause with, uh, another thing that he got applause for, is when he started railing on critical race theory, he wants – to do away with critical race theory being used, being taught across the country. And I don't know, I, is this a Trump thing? Is he getting this from, is Stephen Miller still giving him information? Like, I don't know where that's coming from.
0: It's just a racist you, thing. Why don't you just explain it for the people out there who don't know what that is? I mean, I know what it is, right? <laughs> <laughs> but maybe Jeff and Grinch and Jude maybe they don't know what it is.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so critical critical race theory is simply looking critically at history and seeing how has race how has race and racist ideas affected whatever it is the the more precise field of study that you're looking at. What what did slavery do to make this be what it is? What did our Uh, policies against immigrants from mexico uh due to the uh you know due to the immigrants as they came into our country like what just all it means is to critically look at how race uh has affected our society in general that's really what it means now that is being warped into they're indoctrinating our children that white people are bad and that we – that white people have done uh, – committed all the evil and caused all the problems in our country, which is not what only a, critical race theory only, is. Only a
0: majority of them. But. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't think that's something that Trump is thinking about. That's got to be somebody whispering in his ear. Yeah. Hey, you no, think no, Stephen it, Miller's still working with him? I, I –
2: if Stephen Miller had anything to do with it, I think he would recognize that Trump still has power and would still be there. So I would guess.
0: I gotta bring something to you, white people. If when they talk about this shit, if you think they're talking about you, you are a racist, probably. right? <laughs> yeah.
2: If you if you are getting angry that pe- that kids are being taught to critically look at how race is in the in the country, and you think that that's a problem, that's the racist in you coming out.
0: <laughs> Having said all that. I am so mad about this Ellie Kemper thing. Do you know what's going on with this? I'm racking my brain on for, that. No? So, well, for the
1: I mean, I know what it is, but for the benefit of, like, you know, <laughs> Jeff and Grinch and company, could you tell us?
0: <laughs> all right, well, do we all know who Ellie Kemper is? <laughs> no. Ellie Kemper is an actress. She was on The Office and um, the Kimmy Schmidt show on Netflix. Okay, yeah, yeah. Two shows I have not seen, so I'm not really too familiar with her, with, uh, her acting, mm-hmm. but apparently- when she was nineteen, which was twenty-two years ago, she was in a debutante ball and won. And it turns out that the organization running this debutante ball, ball was some back in the eighteen hundreds was founded by some Confederate shitbag about racism, and apparently they didn't allow black people in until nineteen seventy-nine. And Ellie Kemper's everyone's on Twitter going crazy about how she's a KKK debutante ball winner. And she needs to, I guess, they want to cancel her. And she put out yeah. an apology. Now, she, in her apology, she was like, ignorance is not an excuse. I'm really sorry, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, bitch, you were 19. Mm. Oh, hey, man, people make mistakes. I mean, did she really need to apologize for this?
1: <sighs> it's one of those in hindsight things. In hindsight, I can see that it was not a good idea. But at the time, I wanted a big swirly gown, and I was 19 years old. I didn't know any better.
0: Right. I mean, we're talking 1999. It's not like this was on yeah. the, you know, in everybody's mind. And even still, it's not like she's running around saying it was the proudest moment of my life. As a matter of fact, I don't think she ever brought it up. Somebody just found it. Right. And uh, I could be like, look, yeah, it's embarrassing that I did it because um, I, I didn't, didn't know. know better. Yeah. yeah.
1: I think that type of apology is it's fine because that's, that's reasonable.
0: See, an asshole it would, if be you, like, it would be like, I'm not apologizing. There's, I will say it's awful, but I didn't know. I mean, you got to take my intent at the time, and my intent was purely innocent.
1: Yeah. I just wanted a big poofy gown, that's all.
0: <laughs> yeah, and everyone's like, oh, Katie Schmidt's a KKK priestess? And I mean, it is. Oh, wow. is the fucking worst. Just well, the yeah. fucking, yeah. But I'm just like, well, this is probably going to hurt her career now, you know. And um, Yeah, and it's shit, it's
2: shit like that, that the G- GOP is going to latch onto and use to win mm-hmm. in the next election.
0: Oh, but they have, because in that slew of tweets, some GOP guy, I don't know if he's a pundit or whoever the fuck he was, maybe he's from OAN, is like, well, I've pulled up the sheet here where, of where Ellie Kemper has donated her money, and it's all to that racist-loving, Civil War-starting Democratic Party, you know, because we all know <laughs> <the> Democrats back <laughs> in the day were the bad guys, because she, she has donated all her money to Democrats, so because Democrats <laughs> – Back in the 1800s, yes, we're slave-owning <laughs> shitbags down in the South. Therefore, Ellie Kemper's a racist. Wow. I mean, it's a stretch.
1: That, that's a bit of a stretch, yeah. But
0: I do see people still pointing out constantly that Southern landowners were Democrats. I'm like, yes, they were. And they all switched over in the late 60s, <laughs> called Southern Strategy, to Republican. That part's usually left out. Yeah.
1: Right. Well can we, can we separate the the you know the oldie times Democratic Party from the current times Democratic Party? I mean, the whole point of the argument against the people that are currently carrying around the stars and bars it, no, that's not what it's called whatever the um the, the Confederate flag is it, that it is the stars
0: and bars yeah. not it? is
1: it the stars and bars okay yeah. if you're using it currently, that means you're you're um espousing the values of the people that carried it back then. Put it in a museum, let it go. I mean, we can look at the past critically.
0: Huh? Also, what's critical racist? race theory. What's racist about care for all?
1: Yeah, taking care it? of the poor. Your Jesus was really into that. You should, yeah. you should be on board.
0: <laughs> See, they're trying to because I'm a racist, so I think all black people are poor. So they're trying to help out the black people to keep them down, mm-hmm. right? Because the Democrats are the most racist party ever. Wow,
1: that was that was that was convoluted.
0: Kind of but our, well, <laughs> no, well, I've, I've I've heard it. I've heard <laughs> it. It's the This 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 country is the fucking worst, man. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> anyway, I feel like Ellie Kemper did not have to apologize, but at least no. acknowledge that it was wrong, and that's fine yeah. for me.
2: Well, I, do, I wouldn't that even is. acknowledge that what she did was wrong, but if she would have known, you know, would she have still participated? I mean, let's face it, the Confederacy, a lot of things have associations to the Confederacy. Uh, the, a lot of things that came from the uh, 1800s, so it, it's to to be involved with something that was you know originally put together by someone who was involved with in the Confederacy that I mean that's a huge number of things so yeah yeah well I mean honestly I have a problem with Tom ball too I mean you gotta it,
1: it's dress up a bunch of women and and make them compete against each other to see who is the the fairest among them Ugh. well
0: it's but, I mean I assume you feel the same way about Miss America and all that shit too.
1: Well, remember that the perp, that with the Miss America, you get money and, and college scholarships. With a debutante ball, you get a husband. Different prizes.
0: <laughs> and that shit's still going on, huh? They're still yeah. doing that. Weird. People in the South are weird. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, another thing on Trump, just because uh, I did have to mention, 29 days, uh, his replacement for Twitter <laughs> – that he was putting up, a lot of people were just calling it his blog, his communications platform. Uh, twenty nine days was how long it lasted.
0: What is that? I heard, uh, heard twenty nine days. Are you going? I think you're going down the route. I was going about to say.
1: I don't <laughs> how know. How many two, is that? Two point eight scaremoosies. Yeah.
0: I <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say two and a half <laughs> scaremoosies.
2: <laughs> nice.
0: But do you know why he took it down?
2: Uh, my understanding was because he wasn't getting enough people.
0: I like because-
2: tens of thousands.
0: Someone told him that the pet adoption, pets, Hmm. adopt pets website was getting more traffic. And he's like, take it down because it's a loser. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) He called it a loser.
1: Yes. Social media interactions plummeted from 159,000 its first day to just 15,000 three days later. 15,000 people visited in a day.
0: Wow. Honestly, that is partly because we're lazy. And it's sure. much easier to go to Facebook and get it directly in a feed than it is to actually search out another website and check it.
1: Absolutely. I mean Twitter, you know, gives you the the, the little um the nudge all the time with the little red yeah. ball that says you've got things out of red.
0: Mm.
1: Same on Facebook.
0: A website does not do that. No. It's still hilarious though. Mm, yeah. Yeah.
2: Fifteen thousand. We need a list of who those fifteen thousand 000... of course most of them were probably I don't know about most. Some of them were probably, you know, liberals just wanting to keep an eye on what the fuck he's yeah. doing. Mm-hmm. So
0: A good sure. portion was probably news outlets <laughs> just to keep an eye on what he was saying. Uh,
2: apparently yep. our friend the Pittsburgh Atheist was one of those people. Yeah. So, you know.
0: Jeff <laughs> likes to get on the inside, man. I, I appreciate that he does this. He's the, he's the pipeline to the insane asylum. Yeah, <laughs> this is true. For us. I also love that Seth Meyers will not let it go. That Trump called that horse that won the Kentucky Derby a junkie. <laughs>
2: Well, I mean, it is stupid. It's not the horse's
0: fault. I know, but I keep picturing like a horse shooting up in a stall before it comes out. And then I didn't notice he spelled junkie wrong. Right. (laughs) But J-U-N-K-Y. That fucking junkie horse.
2: That's why why I'm going with the diaper theory. That's why his pants look that way. Yeah.
1: Well, I, I think the I, I think the uh, the girdle theory fits. He had a girdle around his stomach, and it squished his guts down oh. and made that pouch thing in his pants gross. And it was so gross. But <laughs> well,
0: probably it was it was weird. No, you know what? I'm not trying to focus on that because <laughs> Joe Biden had that stare debacle, you know. And I'm uh, just trying not to focus on physical things, even though Trump dresses and stands like a fucking weirdo. I do not understand mm-hmm. anything he does.
2: Uh, so uh, while we're on political things, I have to mention Joe Manchin. <sighs> uh, what a
0: piece of shit! I so
2: my Facebook feed on the more liberal side was a whole bunch of stuff about Joe Manchin, and easily half of it was: "Look, let's not be too hard on Joe Manchin. He's doing what he feels is right. He's a conservative Democrat, and that's what he believes is right." And I'm sorry, fucking bullshit. That. There is something else going on. the fact that he's going i'm not going to vote for this, even though i 'm a Democrat because no Republicans are voting for it okay you're a fucking yeah. republican now right doesn't that's, make any sense it,
0: that's probably what's going to happen he's He's not anyway he's
2: not voting for something because none of the Republicans were on board. That means that you are basically putting yourself in the Republican camp. I know that sounds like it's you know extremely partisanship and 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 harsh but He's not voting on it, or he's he's not not voting on it because he doesn't believe in it. If you're not there to do what the people elected you to do, then get the fuck out. Hmm.
0: Well, I mean, the the thing that kills me, and also I, I there's a there's a running race going on between him and Kristen Cinema on who I hate the most in their mouth. But with Joe Manchin, what what kills me, and it might be with both of them, is that they don't really believe this anyway. This is just to keep themselves alive. You know what I mean? Like right. so they can get votes in in the states that they're in. And I understand I understand that part. I don't approve of it, but I do understand it. But it's kind of a no win situation because what he's doing will get him reelected in Virginia. West or Virginia. West Virginia West Virginia. Yeah. But it doesn't help us and it definitely helps him. And if someone goes in there and puts the the hammer down on be like, That's it, we're primarying you. Get the fuck out of here. You. You're not helping us. He'll probably be like, Fine, I'm a Republican now and get the votes anyway and win. Right. I, I don't know how to get out of this situation and it's driving me fucking nuts.
1: Well, I mean, if he is. At, if, mm. So if he votes this way and actually gets reelected, is he not doing what his constituents want? His constituents might be racist, but it's what they want.
0: Well, they might just keep voting for him because he keeps doing shit like this. You know, Which I mean, it's, wh- I mean he's, Joe Manchin's been doing this for years. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't the first time. I, I, like, the only thing I feel that could help us out is for Joe Manchin to be like, eh, fuck my career and future. Maybe I'll get a job at CNN. I'll vote, I'll vote the right way. I,
2: mm. I guess my perspective, I, I kind of had a like a dual thing there that he was doing what is – that he wasn't doing what the people who voted him in wanted. I think I'm a little conflated there because really he's just looking – he's not even looking at what the bill was. He's just looking at what is going to get me reelected. And if I completely side with the Democrats, then I won't get any of the Republican votes and, you know, I'll lose my office. So when you're in that office, you should be looking at – like if he came out and said, well, I don't think that this this bill is going to do things the way that I want or I don't think that – you know, I think we should add this or subtract that – then I probably wouldn't have that big of a problem with it because, he, you know, he's, he's actually looking at the law. But in this case, he's just making the statement that, well, none of the Republicans are on board, so I'm not. It's a
1: yeah, 100% that's a, that's a,
2: political bullshit. Yeah, that's a bullshit argument.
1: I mean, if he'd yeah. gone to you know, the people of West Virginia and, and talked to them and asked them, what, you, what is it that you want? And he's doing what they ask him. That's one thing. But, yeah, just doing it because of the Republicans, it wasn't bipartisan. No, that's
0: bull. Exactly. I don't know because but, um,
1: Mitch McConnell is not going to let anything be bipartisan. In actuality,
0: yeah, and his whole oh, man—I don't know if you saw that Chris Wallace interview with him, and he was just no, like, "No," he's like, "Oh no, there are good good Republicans who will vote on the right side." And he and Chris Chris Wallace is like, <laughs> Mitch McConnell was like, "He's going to block everything." Oh, well, you know, I mean, it was all these just platitudes and bullshit, and it's just like I'm just trying to protect my job. Yeah, and and I honestly, I. I I just don't see a way out of this unless Joe Manchin gets a conscience. Well, like, I think that's I, true. I,
1: and I think that's true for a lot of Republicans. I think there are a lot of Republicans that know what they're voting for is wrong.
0: Well, yeah, that's that, – yeah, that's an obvious. I'm just talking for, right. for Democrats to keep a majority and get things done. Yeah. I mean, I don't think that's going to happen. I mean, Kristen Sinema is going to be there, what, for another four years? Yeah. I don't know when Joe Manchin's up, but it, it, I don't think it matters with Joe Manchin. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's a fucking mess, man. <laughs>
2: I do like the meme that was posted in Discord, uh, the, the AOC just daring mm. like a drill through the back of Mansion's skull. Um, that <laughs> made me smile a little bit. But yeah, I mean, I kind of cut you off. Did you have something else later?
0: No, I'm done. Okay. <laughs> Don't both of them.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it is, it, to me, it's absolutely ridiculous that he's way more concerned about what the Republicans think. And what the, the, what the GOP plan is than he is about supporting his own party. Like mm-hmm. the, the partisanship in Congress is awful. The idea that I am immediately in the, in this chair to make sure that I stay in this chair and it doesn't matter what I support as long as I stay in this chair. That is, that is awful. But the idea that you have a Democrat who is supposed to be raising money for the democratic party who's supposed to be doing you know he's supposed to be i know that the democrats have to do that they have to spend so much of their time going out and campaigning for democrats not just themselves for him to do this it's do i wish that the the party system was gone sure but at the same time it's not gone and this guy is clearly stepping outside the party line it's just another situation where the Democrats need to do something, and one of these things should be, look, Manchin, you need to get in line or get out of the party.
0: Yeah, and that's like I said, that's when he goes, all right, fuck you, I'm Republican now, Guess he's got majority rule. Yeah. At least that would be a little bit he, more honest. Yeah.
1: <laughs> My main argument against that is, you know, we it should not be party over country. If, I mean, if he's really making these decisions based on information that his constituents are telling him then it's then he's putting his his constituents over the party and that's what we encourage Republicans to do so should we not encourage Democrats to do it as well i don't know that his motivation is honest but we, we shouldn't you know uh, change All our right. argument
0: I, because his it's motivation convenient. is completely unhonest let's start from there that is an <laughs> sure. absolute truth
2: and I understand what you're saying, but if the GOP is decided that everybody has to be in line and we all have to goose step to the same pattern, then the Democrats don't. The Democrats are going to lose. It's going to be constant. Sure. That's true.
0: Yeah. They voted down an investigation into the Capitol riot where they were in the building. Their
1: lives they, they were, they were in danger. Running. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Because Daddy Trump, I mean, it's crazy. I mean, I will always give the Republicans credit for that. They are all in fucking lockstep with each other. Yeah.
1: Well, and when, one for each,
0: well just, M- look what happens when Mitt one Romney. of you strays. Yeah, but look what happens when one of them strays out of the lane. Mm. You lose your seat. You get booed in your own fucking state when you're a Mormon. Right. <laughs> yeah. No
1: more committee assignments. Yeah.
2: Now, that being said, I, it does give me a little bit more respect for the Mitt Romney, the John Kasich. The, you know, I can't think of any others right now, but Michael Steele even. Holy fuck, I didn't ever think I would say that, but <laughs> I, I have a little bit more respect for them because they're actually going like, yeah, this is crazy. This this whole Trumpianity is way overboard and we got to do something about mm. it. They, they're they're not going to be able to, but.
0: Yeah, they can never come up with a good reason and they seem to always go back like i on Bill Maher this week listening to Kasich and, and uh, Chris Wallace. Or not, Chris? Mm. Who's that? Who's that? Uh, it is Chris not Matthews. Um, it was another Chris, Matthews, Chris Matthews. Yeah. Matthews. Just you know, Bill Maher brings up something's going on, and they both sit there and reminisce about the old days. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> like, shut the fuck up, you f- goddamn geezers, and come up with a good idea for now, <laughs> right? <laughs> like, I don't care what Nixon did in fucking '71, or you know,
1: <laughs> times are changing. Get with the times. Do something. Yeah,
0: because that shit is over. Over. Mm. Mitt Romney is getting booed. This guy is out of a Republican factory back in In, 10 years ago. In
1: Utah, yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, if your party is shitting on a guy like that, your party has changed. Mm. (laughs) Your party is a bunch of yokels.
2: Yeah. Well, yeah, as was posted in Discord before we started, one of their big faces, one of the people who's always in the news – uh, Green is now saying that she knows COVID-19 is a bioweapon because evolution doesn't exist. She she doesn't believe in evolution, so COVID-19 had to have been a bioweapon designed intentionally.
0: Mm. Is she demanding an answer by June 31st? <laughs> <laughs> Probably.
2: <laughs> I did like that. She, if you don't know, uh, what was it? She demanded something from Biden, oh, to for Biden to address Fauci's emails. What about his emails? Yeah. She, Um, And she demanded an answer by June 31st. If you don't get that, just think about it a second.
0: Yeah. The worst part about that is, at least personally for me, was I posted that article in another Discord. And then two hours later, a friend of mine's like, hey, I'll be at your house on June 31st. And I was like, what? Oh, fuck. That early? (laughs) And he's like, you fucking dummy. And I'm like, oh, damn it. (laughs) June 31st doesn't exist, people.
2: (laughs) All right, I'm going to move on to uh, the COVID stuff. As per, well, uh, not every week, but often we have this sort of story. Uh, right-wing pastor Rick Wiles, who said that uh, COVID-19 vaccines are part of a global genocide, now has COVID-19. <laughs> I just like bringing these up when the guys are like saying that it's not real, that the vaccine's bad, and yeah, now they're sick.
0: Hey, you always run the risk, though, when one of these guys gets it, and they're like, it's nothing! See?
2: <laughs> well this is what trump
1: did but then he got the vaccine
2: anyway but yeah hey, yeah the whole uh, he was the president he's going to get the best medical care possible and uh, as president you should but for sure. him to say "Bah, it wasn't anything oh come on
0: oh <laughs> uh, the new did you see tucker carlson going on and on about um what is the word i'm looking for where you where you take a black person you put him in a different school segregation yeah Segregation, but has something to do with people who are vaccinated and not vaccinated, mm. and how it's bad, and um, you're going to be segregated because you don't want to take the vaccine. Meanwhile, we all know that Tucker Carlson got the vaccine, probably.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. They wouldn't and- let him back on set if he didn't.
0: Yeah. And supposedly, he too, that during the pandemic, he set up a bunker in Maine to do the show from, so he didn't have to be around people. Sure. And shit. And to to equate segregation to getting the vaccine is so fucking tone deaf.
1: Well, <laughs> well, I mean the fact, and they're making them, they're making themselves a segregate pop- population. If they're refusing to get a vaccine which has been given to millions of people, they're segregating themselves.
0: If you yeah, want to do that, that, it's not like you black can't people complain. That, yeah, and black people didn't make that choice, right? <laughs> yeah, they weren't standing up for something by waking up and being black. They just were right. black. <laughs>
1: You made a choice that endangers your life and the lives of people around you.
2: Go hide in your bunker. (laughs) So there's an article, Science-Based Medicine, Jan Bellamy has an article about the pro- She calls pro-virus bills making their way through Mm -hmm. uh, multiple state legislatures. If you go down the list, it's actually really depressing. There are a Uh. ton of right-to-refuse acts uh, that, as you can uh, assume, they're just- people uh, refusing to get the vaccine for various reasons. These are in Arkansas, Florida, uh, Indiana, Montana. Uh, There's one in Ohio. Um, And I'm just skimming down the list real quick here. Alaska, North Dakota. Then you have litigation being threatened in different states. It's just just a huge mess. Uh, If you want to take a look at the article, it, it goes into a lot of details. But I didn't want to get into each one because there's just way too many of them, but uh, just so you know, I mean, probably, I think it was like 27 states have ongoing bills to try to basically promote pro-virus or anti-vaccine crap. It's, or pro- at least protect the anti-vaxxers, yeah. Right. And it's horrible. I mean, the idea, I mean, right now, India, India and Brazil mm. are just... Doing their best to manufacture a new strain, um, it's just rampant in those countries, and it's going to be coming back around. the
1: saddest one that I found so far in the United States was uh, Florida. So Florida said that um, businesses cannot require people to get vaccinations. One of the largest sources of income for Florida is tourism, and a large part of that is cruise ships. So all of us, a- so cruise ships will not be allowed to require people to get vaccinations. <laughs>
0: And no masks, of course, right?
1: And no masks, no. Yeah. So, I mean, there is a part of me that equates um, cruisers with anti maskers and anti vaxxers. So, this will go well.
2: <laughs> yeah. I, spent, I think it was something like a $5,000 fine anytime you ask one of your uh, uh, customers or patrons, patrons. to yeah. show you a vaccination card.
1: Right. And so the the cruise industry, which has taken a huge hit over the past year and a half, what's their option? They could skip Florida. Mm, not a winning up proposition. They could um, not
2: ask people. That won't go well. Uh, they're screwed, basically. No, they're just going to get everybody out on a ship and be a super Hope for the best. spreader. So,
0: Yep. I mean, I, I, and it's a question I wanted to ask you guys, because I feel like I've been playing a little fast and loose lately with the vet, with the with the virus I feel like I'm almost indestructible now cuz I have the vaccine. <laughs> you know, I walk into yeah. I walk into my office now without a mask. You know, the people in the office who are not vaccinated are trying to wear masks right now.
1: <laughs> really?
0: <laughs> well, they are the what the, no, the, I'm sorry, the ones who aren't vaccinated. What did I say? The ones that were vaccinated?
1: You, no, it's the the ones that aren't vaccinated.
0: Yeah, so, are wearing their masks till they get vaccinated. Okay. But I, you know, I'm kind of, you know, again, I'm in and out and up up and down the stairs and this and that. So I'm not doing it. Sometimes I go into the grocery store. I don't wear one unless they require it. I always have one in my pocket just in case. Sure. I was thinking about going to the casino the other day. Am I a fucking idiot? And should I still not? Should I be avoiding all these places or what? Because I have a no. friend who, okay, Jeff's telling me no. And I have a friend who absolutely will not go to the casino because of COVID. He's vaccinated.
1: It's a risk assessment. Basically, I mean, if you are otherwise healthy, and if you do catch it, which there's still a chance, uh, would you be okay? In your in your best estimation, that's the that's the math you have to do.
2: Well, and it, if you, it's not it's not just that because if you do have it. You still are going to be spread, like we said before. You still could be yeah. spreading. You wouldn't be spreading it as much as if you hadn't been vaccinated. It would, you know, the symptoms will probably be far less. It's all it's well, big. Well, thing. Let, let's it's,
0: just let's just say I'm not concerned about spreading it to other people. I don't give a fuck about that. I'm more concerned about <laughs> myself. Am I putting myself at risk? I mean, obviously, yes, I'm putting myself at risk by going out anywhere. Sure,
1: but, but it, it, it's a very low I, risk, and, though.
0: Okay, so I'm. So I should. This I mean, any more than any other time I go out prior to this. I'm you know you go to. I mean, listen, casino are disease infested places. We know this. Is it oh, is yeah. it
2: still yeah. worse than it was pre pandemic? Yes. Is it way yeah. worse? No. All right. It, your your risk is going to be very very low. And as we said, the. Qualifying is the pandemic over? We had once uh, pointed out an article that had said, well, if the number of deaths per day get down to 100 or fewer, then we as a society consider that acceptable. 100 deaths in the country a day. And the reason for that is that's about how many people die from the flu, and we treat the, that's how we treat the flu. Is it just an acceptable risk? Right. So right now, our number of deaths per day are still over 300 um they're still decreasing at least we hope they continue to be decreasing so you know it's 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 a and the- it, after you've become va- vaccinated it's more of a personal weighing the risks for yourself right you don't really okay, i mean you, you don't have, you have right? to do that. a lot of uh, you know comorbidities and you've been vaccinated mm. so the risk is
1: reasonably low when you're not immune comp- it's a, are you immune compromised? Do you smoke? Are you overweight? Or do you have nah. diabetes? You do well, all nah. those those math <laughs> things.
0: Uh, that was a no, a yes, and a yes. <laughs> and I could be headed there. I don't know. Um. <laughs>
1: <laughs> so you should. I mean, the answer really is. I mean, if, if you are at a slightly higher risk than a you know a twenty year old fit college student, you should probably wear a mask in the casino. You should probably wear a mask if you go to a bar. If you're uh, a supermarket, you're running in and out. It's pretty quick. You probably don't mm-hmm. have to work. You're in and out. Anywhere where you're going to be with a pool of people for a you know a, a longer amount of time than like ten minutes,
0: mm-hmm. you
1: should probably think about wearing one. Okay, I would agree with that.
0: Okay, because some places I'm walking in like I'm fucking Superman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but supermarket, you're in and out. You're not. You're not lingering with anybody. Mm-hmm. It's fine.
0: So no movie. It's the That's the problem. No movie. No movie theaters this summer. Yeah.
2: Crowded movie theaters still worry me. Mm. Again, though, that's me. That's I'm not saying mm-hmm. this should necessarily worry you. And again, uh, the other thing that I, if other strains start coming back into the country, this could all change very quickly. Right. Hopefully, UK they don't. right
1: now is UK right now is dealing with the Indian variant. So, and it's spreading quickly amongst um, the unvaccinated kids because um, 12 and over is not yet. Approved over there, I don't think. You mean
2: the Delta variant? The Delta variant. I think that it's is Delta. what it's called, yeah. Because yeah. they're not, they stopped naming yeah. them yeah. after yeah. where they came from? Yes.
0: Because right. Americans are dummies.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, Americans are racist. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, real quick, a couple more things. Uh, this was on the Senate for Inquiry. Quote When PolitiFact opens with this is a new one, uh, you really got to pay attention. <laughs> Basically, the article that is in there, and it is on, uh, Well, it's on a Tampa Bay article. The summary is vaccines do not cause new COVID variants. That's not Mm -hmm. how that works.
1: Is this an antibiotics argument?
2: I don't know what that means. This this is a Ah. argument that if you get the vaccine, it will interact with the virus and cause more variants, which is just not true in any way.
1: Uh, the antibody or arg- uh, sorry, any anti- um antibiotic argument is that if you have a bacterial infection and they give you antibiotics, if you don't complete the antibiotic antibiotic series, you are just weeding out the weak and and you know, and the the strong survive.
2: I don't know. Maybe it is. I hadn't thought of yeah. about that.
1: i mean it's, it's it doesn't apply to vaccines right. it, but it, it doesn't apply how... to
2: to vaccines to virus, yeah, to...
1: right. But I could see how somebody could go, oh, <laughs> sure. Because
2: again, people are dumb. Uh, it's just like my top example of all the misinformation that's out there. And there's an article on, what is this, CodaStory.com? CodaStory, and th- again, summary, uh, global anti-vaccination industry. So all the people who are anti-vax and are promoting it, including influencers and followers, uh, estimated they they generate a... About $1.1 billion in annual revenue, specifically in regard to their anti-vax propagation of misinformation. Wow. Damn. $1.1 billion being made. Just complete bullshit.
1: I mean, Jared, I mean, your cat's poop, you know, f- fixes COVID and you have not been availing yourself of the resource and selling it to the, the, the public. I don't know what you're thinking about.
0: Well, she makes plenty of it. There you go. (laughs) Start pooping, cat. I'm going to shake you until you poop. Get me that gold. (laughs) She just looked at me like, what the fuck?
2: So uh one of the uh one of the things that I saw trying to get a, a grasp on all of the misinformation out there is uh an article on Ars Technica talks about the Dunning-Kruger effect, which I was unfamiliar with. Well, I unfamiliar with its name, I'd heard about this before, but it's the idea that people who don't understand a specific topic also lack sufficient knowledge to know that they don't understand it? And <clears throat> so they start thinking that they know enough to convince themselves that they completely grasp it. And it results in a incredible amount of misinformation and misunderstanding about the topic. And that I think is greatly to affect in regard to the uh, anti-vax and, and the vaccination bullshit that's out there. The article goes into ways of evaluating news sources and how to uh, how to get a grasp on your own, you know, how much knowledge you have yourself. But yeah, and kruger Effect is what it's called. You, you know a little bit and it makes you think you know everything and can grasp the, the idea in, in total. And you really can't.
1: Well, I, I think it's, uh, it's also something that you can see as people age. When you were a teenager, you thought you knew everything. You thought you knew, had it figured out. You knew what was going on.
0: <sighs> Oh, yeah. As you get
1: older, you realize you you do not. And the older you get, the more you realize you do not understand.
0: Well, <laughs> th- trial and error. I mean <laughs> – Yeah.
1: I like the I the, mean, the quote. Low performers genuinely believe in their own abilities.
0: <laughs> I mean, think about it too. I mean, you're you're 15, 16 years old. You've been consciously aware or remember what's going on for 11, 12 of those years. Yeah. <laughs> right? Think about 11 or 12 years ago. Just for you, and how short that seems, Mm. you know, and to be like much
1: smaller percentage of your life.
0: Yeah, that, and that's your whole fucking life, and you're like, yeah, I got this shit figured out. Yep. And I was exactly one of the. Yeah, I mean, oh my god, the things that I believed.
1: Well, I think my point to that too is that a lot of people never expand beyond that. They think they've got life figured out, and they never come to the conclusion later on that, oh no, no, I did not. (laughs)
0: Listen, it's not easy to admit that you're wrong. No. And or or I guess like I, I sort of gotten over that in my life where I'm just like, look, I don't under, I don't know what this is, tell me what it is. I think I've did it 15 times tonight in this podcast so far. <laughs> I don't know what that is, tell me what that is. You know. Yeah. And some people either just don't want to admit that or will just pretend that they do know, you know. Right. And then or or, or you know, admit that they're wrong in an argument. People don't want to do that. So you just that sunken well, cost fallacy, fallacy they call it. Yeah, right.
1: Well, I think that well, Dunning Kruger, I think, specifically talks about people that don't know that they don't know. It's not that they're buffering right. their way through; it's that they think they know, yeah,
2: and they're just clueless. Reminds me <laughs> of a quote from Mark Twain: "It ain't what you don't know that gets you into trouble; it's what you know for sure that just ain't so." <laughs> there you go.
0: That is true. Yeah, that's. And I, I guess that's even worse because you're never going to ask. Well, yeah. Why I would mean, you? It, you know it all.
1: Right, like the like Grinch says, look at the Trumps. They are absolutely convinced that they know what they're doing, and they are woefully inadequate <laughs> and wrong. They might know how to steal things from, steal money from people by selling them stakes and you know fake universities, but they don't know how to govern. But they think they do.
0: Do they? <laughs> I don't know if they think- actually do believe that. I think,
1: you know, I don't really think they do. I think they fall into the Dunning, Dunning-Kruger effect. They they think that they are so smart and so intelligent that anything they decide is the right choice just because of the the brilliance that they exude. And that's Oof, pretty classic. I don't know.
0: I, again, you, you know, you could have a round-the-clock team of psychologists <laughs> working on that whole family to figure out what, who and why, what everybody does. I mean, some of them it's probably like, this. what else am, what else am I going to do? I'm Donald Trump Jr. Mm-hmm. I got to be all in on this. I'm not saying Donald Trump Jr. has got good thoughts and he doesn't do it. He, it's a piece of shit, but, you know.
1: Well, I think the sad part is that the, the at times they have tried to do the right thing. I think Eric's charity originally was a um, you know a good – I forget what it's for. But I think originally it was a good charity. and Then his father went, ooh, look at all that money. Let's take it. And he went, yes, daddy.
0: You see him shit on Eric <laughs> in that <laughs> speech?
1: No, I didn't. Where he's t- <laughs>
0: Where he was talking about how tall Barron is by now, who who, by the way, could be like he's taller than Trump now.
1: Really? He's like fifteen. Yeah. 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 Crazy. He's,
0: Trump is six two. This kid could be Trump and the thing said that he's six seven. I don't know if that's true, but he's definitely taller than six two right now. Yeah. And he goes, Yeah, Eric is well, Eric's short, you know, and <laughs> Baron's tall. You know, Eric does good things though. He married Laura. It was all about Laura Trump. But he couldn't say <laughs> one good thing about Eric. <laughs> Yeah, look at that kid.
2: That's crazy. And he's not done growing. No. I mean, say what you want about Trump's stature and the way he stands, but he's not hes not short. He's a freak other way. No, though, he did, he's- Yeah. <laughs> well, he wants to be taller, because he wants to be the tallest man in the room, because
1: that just goes with the- you know, Right. Whatever psychosis he has.
0: But Barron's got to be over the all the brothers now, too, right? He's, a, he's yeah, over I the think two so. brothers. Oh, number one son just popped up. <laughs> he's right there. And young.
2: I would say that when I typed in Baron Trump, Google automatically did the autofill for Baron Trump height. So, (laughs) apparently this is a thing to
0: search for. I'd love to know what's going on in that kid's head. He is – I got to know if he's whacked out right now. Mm -hmm. You know, he was like 10 or 11 years old when Trump went into office. Yeah. Now he's 15 and taller than his father. I got to know in two years, is he going to be running for? What's he going to be right. doing? Is he going to be on Fox News? Like, what's going on here?
1: Well, he'll go to college. In two years, he'll still be in high school. Jeez. Or prep school or whatever school the rich, fancy people go to.
0: Well, he'll be over 18 when Trump's ready to run in 2024, right? <laughs>
2: he needs to yep. become a rebellious teenager. That's what he needs to do.
0: Yeah, imagine yeah, he's got, that- I mean, he is a Gen Zer. So he could have, you know, a good outlook on life, but I'm sure he's been in too many prep schools. Right. and – yeah, you know he's probably uh, he's probably tainted. But I thought he, he and he's
1: didn't didn't Trump say he was good with the computers?
0: <laughs> I don't know. He in
1: charge or something. He's a kid in this. He's guy? good at yeah, cyber. He probably is. <laughs> he's good at cyber. That was he's that was it.
0: Oh. Did he say that? I was <laughs> yes. just making a joke.
2: <laughs> no, he said he's good at cyber.
0: <laughs> oh god. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Uh, in, in any case, I want to hit this last pandemic thing um, because you know I can't end it on a good news. Uh, Washington Post,
0: no, not, not a fun Baron Trump story, right? <laughs> <laughs>
2: well, we can't leave COVID on a good on a good <laughs> wave. That's right, sure. Uh, in Washington Post there's a article on how the pandemic is likely getting worse even when it seems to be getting better. It talks about the US and how things are kinda going back to normal, how th- the numbers are dying down, but then it talks about Peru, what's going on in Africa, Malaysia. Yeah, the pandemic, the numbers globally are way worse than they were for the United States during our worst time. The Yeah, the numbers are just soaring. And the idea that, again, as the virus is able to spread from person to person and maintain, uh, it means that it's propagating. And as it propagates, it can mutate. And some of those mutations could be more effective, more transmissible. So I'm not optimistic yet. I mean, the, in the U.S., we're looking pretty good. But man, we we got to get the vaccine out to to more of these countries as quickly as possible. Yeah,
1: we will have a good summer, but uh, yeah, this isn't over yet. Yeah, so. Summer's looking Unless we good, do, like you said. Yeah, get out there while you can,
2: mm. carefully. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully, <laughs> you know, it doesn't come to anything. Hopefully, the mutations don't breed a, a better, you know, a- bigger, better, faster. Yeah. yeah.
0: But as of right now, they say the vaccine is good against those variants. That so they far, yes.
2: everything has
1: been testing yeah. really well. I think the mRNAs are, you know, almost as good on the Delta version. Not quite as, but close enough.
2: That's, yeah. Yeah. So that, you know, experimental vaccine that you're being a guinea pig for is probably going to do you better. But yeah. Yeah. All right, a couple uh, religious nonsense things. Uh, in Germany, apparently the German Catholic Church is at war with the Vatican a little bit because a lot of the Catholic priests in Germany are giving blessings for same-sex couples. They are recognizing same-sex couples and uh, are giving blessings to the unions. And they basically – this article is on Religion News – they basically have responsive – yeah, they're in love. Like, what do you want us to do?
1: Now, to be clear, they're doing blessings. They're not doing marriages. Right. It's kind of a happy medium.
2: But the Vatican is is uh, coming down on them, saying you you can't do that. And they're like, uh yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah, we can. Yeah. Uh,
1: again, though, I we've talked about this, I think, a number of times in the past. Why are um, LGBTQ Catholics still going to church? Yeah. They hate you.
0: Yeah. Why? Who gives a shit about that blessing? Right. I (laughs) I mean, I'm sure they're happy they're getting the blessing, but then when you hear the Vatican's like, hey, stop that, would you be like, oh, (laughs) good.
1: Your church, your, your local pastor may not hate you or vicar or whatever, but your church hates you.
0: There's a
2: story somewhere in here. I think it's in here related story about how this woman grew up in the church. You know, she always felt like a member of the church. And then when she decided that it was that she needed to, to come out as being a lesbian, that she was, it it was like the church was, was betraying her. Like, or maybe that she was Mm. turning her back on the church and she didn't want that to happen. She still likes the idea of that community of being a member of which, okay, I get that, but. Fuck, look at what else your church is doing. Like,
0: I understand the community, but... Yeah, there's other things, other people out there.
2: Get a community that doesn't shit on you for being who you are and doesn't rape children. That would be my suggestion.
0: Yeah. The latter being really important. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. All right, over to final stories real quick. Uh, there's another conspiracy that I found very amusing with the whole UFO craze that's been going on with the, the U.S. investigating, you know, releasing their documents and stuff. There is a conspiracy that's not new, but it is resurging. It is re- regarding Die Glocke, which is German for the bell. This is a, uh, a conspiracy theory that the German scientists during World War II had invented a anti-gravity machine that might also be a time machine. It's, an, it's a UFO anti-gravity time machine hybrid. It's shaped like a bell with a swastika on the side. And that this is what the U.S. has been seeing. Wow. <laughs> That's
0: wh- something. has been for the past 70 I years? I don't know, because
2: it didn't win them the <laughs> war, so... <laughs>
0: I don't know. <laughs> oh, maybe it was traveling through time and it just showed back up. You ever think it takes of that? a lot to
2: travel through time. If you want to go 20 years in the you future, know, it's going to take you about 20 years. <laughs> you know,
0: my Brian and I constantly talk about this one book that we read called Lightning about the Nazis inventing time travel. And it's a <laughs> neat little story written by Dean Koontz about Nazis and time travel. <laughs> and I'm wondering if it's based on this thing. Like he heard oh, maybe. about this. Yeah.
2: Quite possibly morning of the magician sam i'm sorry i lost it over uh jeff's comment about the nazi butt plug is (laughs) all
1: i I don't understand why they think that the the nazis would have come up with something like this they they made really big versions of the same thing that everybody else was making (laughs) really big guns
2: slightly better tanks
0: why can't it just be uh, like things that other countries have invented now right which is what yeah. they're pretty much saying that it probably is. Well, that's the thing.
2: They, I mean, yes, they did have technical advances. They, like you said, they did have better tanks. They invented jets, jet fighter planes. They invented ballistic missiles. That was a huge deal. But these things have all been worked on. And, and if you actually look at what happened at the end of World War II, the U.S. took claim of all of the scientists, brought them to the U.S. and just hid them away and— Use them for our own production of military equipment,
1: but right, but all and all that stuff though was just you know um, a smooth evolution of of you know equipments for war. This is generational and you know extra 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 dimensional. Right. This is not a a a, a logical next step <laughs> in war technology.
0: You know, if I was a, if I was the person in the government had to common this, I would just hear them out and go, yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, we're, we're, we're going to figure out a way to stop it, this time-traveling anti-gravity machine. We're on it. <laughs> and just let them sit with that and go, okay, now what? Yeah. <laughs> Weird. They're, they're out there changing history, kids. But the only thing is, we don't know about it. We got to invent our own time machine and go out there and send agents to fight them. The time wars are on us.
2: <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> I was trying to find it real quick, but I'm not having any luck. At some point, somebody came up with the theory that this thing is real. It allows you to, it's an anti-gravity. It allows you to basically teleport anywhere and that Hitler didn't commit suicide, but he actually used this to teleport to the moon and he's been living on the moon ever since.
1: Does he live with Stewie Griffin? (laughs) What was that? Does he live with Stewie Griffin? I mean, you know, he invented
2: a time machine.
0: (laughs) He's got a time machine? Yeah, he decided to live on the moon? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
2: I don't know how this- I'm going to
0: venture a guess. He's still got the mustache, though, right? Sure. <laughs> Sticking with that all this time?
2: It's all the craze on the moon. <sighs> okay. Last thing that I have.
0: How um, is that not the last story? Yeah, I should have saved it to <laughs> last. I just
2: wanted to associate because we had the Germany story. Last thing that I had, I have to mention this homeopathy user uh, overdosed. Oh, please. On uh, homeopathic medicine. How does that possibly happen? Because it's pretty much just water or sugar pills. Uh, it's because because it's just water and sugar pills, and there's really nothing to it. It's not regulated. It's not monitored. And mm. every now and then, when they say that uh, you're you're taking something that has a very low toxicity rate, they actually put belladonna in the thing you're taking and uh, poison you. I thought so, it was supposed to be just be the 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 memory of the. Substance.
1: I guess they right, left a little is, bit too much in there.
2: Right. That that is what it's supposed to be. The but uh yeah, in some cases, apparently you get the actual belladonna that was uh, you know, supposed to be diluted a thousand times, a thousand times, or whatever the fuck it is. <laughs> and you end up getting the actual uh, belladonna in your system and going to the hospital and being monitored for a week because you've been poisoned it's by poison. your homeopathic <laughs> uh, solution. Wow. So, what's the harm? Yeah, this, this could be one thing. They're, they're just not monitored. There's no regulation on it. There's no, no, uh, no one overseeing the production because it's generally just water. Hmm. But every now and then, one slips through. And this, uh, so yeah, I forget. There was this guy in the UK, I think? Um, Germany. Germany. This guy was also in Germany. All the stories are for Germany this week. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, as it turns out, his body was in a reaction because it uh, was exposed to what they have to... Well, it had the exact same reaction as being exposed to Belladonna, so.
0: That's amazing.
2: (laughs) And as Jess says, I bet he wishes he had a Nazi bell to go back in time and not drink that fucking poison. Yeah. (laughs) Probably.
0: Or go to the moon and force (laughs) you to kill Hitler. There you go. he dies (laughs) from... A
2: lot of Hitler stories this week. Alright, uh, that's all I got. You guys got anything else? I'm good. No, nope, I'm good. All right, Ian, I wait. He can have double next week. There you go. Alright, so I want to thank our patrons for supporting the podcast, uh, especially you who could join us tonight. Uh, Jeff, Pittsburgh Atheist, Grinch McScrooge, and Judy Joe, we appreciate uh, your support. If you enjoy this podcast, there are several ways that you can support it. Uh, you can join our fellow patrons on our Patreon page. Uh, if you can't do that, Please share the podcast on social media or leave a review on iTunes or wherever you happen to listen. Uh, If you want to contact us, again, you can uh, do so on our Facebook page or tweet to us at ProfaneArg. Uh, Also, please check out other shows on the Soon-To-Be-Named Network. SoonToBeNamedNetwork.com has all of the various podcasts of the network producers. Again, thanks for listening, and until next time, I'm Ray. I'm Karen. I'm Jared. I want to throw something in there for Ian, but
0: uh, that was Ian. (laughs) That dead silence was Ian.
2: (laughs) Thank you. Good night. And may your God be with you.